This is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Um, and just like that is this time of the year. It's December and I want to know how are you doing? How are you coping? Are you scrambling? What's going on? My kids' school is finishing today and I'm starting to get ready now for actually for next year. You know, covering books, getting all the stationery, all those type of things. Yes, I know it's beginning December and I still have till January, but I hate it. I hate it. I hate it when I come back from holiday and I have to sort these things out. So I'm like proactively working on sorting these things out before I go on holiday. But I, like I said, want to know how are you doing? So let me know. Um, how is it going? Are you like done with 2023, ready to go into 2024 now? How has your year been? Share with us a little bit. Um, of course, you can send us a telegram on 061-895-1019 or you can SMS us at 34519. SMSs are charged at 1 Rand 50 per SMS. Um, it is, like I said, I'm now finishing school today but also preparing already for next year. And it kind of got me thinking a little bit about the whole schooling thing because lots of people often ask me, how did I choose a school and how did I get to it? And well, I mean, honestly, um, for us, it was a little bit coincidental. As you know, my husband is German and um, my kids go to the German school in Pretoria. So for us, it was a bit of a no-brainer. It's also relatively close to our house. Um, so it is... It was also kind of how it worked out for us and it worked out really great. We love the school, but lots of people ask me often. That's because my kids are now getting to an age where I have to think, do they stay in the school? Or do they go to a different high school? And, 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 but of course you all with little kids out there, this decision already starts when you have to start thinking about preschool <laughs> or kindergarten, and even just the thing of, when should you be sending your child to a preschool? Should you be sending them? Should they go to a daycare or um, like a day, um, what do you call it, a day mother or rather get a nanny? There's so many questions to kind of think about when you're thinking about these type of things. And like I said, this is a preschool or a kindergarten discussion that you can think about. But then also it kind of goes into a whole different level as well again as like primary school and then you have to think about it again. Luckily our school is a primary school and a high school so my decision was made a couple of years ago and I don't have to think about it again because it was really tricky to be a hundred percent sure about that. And I don't know if hundred percent sure is ever the case. I think with everything you're always just a little bit like ninety five percent. But again would love for you to even be part of this discussion. So if you have any add-ins, what you've decided, what you're thinking about, what you're, if your child is going to a preschool or not, I would love to hear from you about it. But as always, I am not the expert in this field. So I brought in the big guns to talk about um, how to choose a preschool and what you should think about. So joining me today is Susan or Sue Benjamin. She is not only a great art teacher um, at Sidham's preschool, she's also the principal of the school. <laughs> so thank you so much for joining me today, Sue. 
Thank you, Yolande. It's nice to be with you. Um, so how long have you um, had the school or been the principal at the school? So I've been here, ooh, like more than 20 years. Oh, so it's been wow. quite a while. <laughs> so you've grown up with the parents already. <laughs> Maybe yes, some of your parents, yes. you've made that full circle already, where some of the parents used to be at the preschool. Um, it actually has happened. <laughs> <laughs> My mom was also a teacher, and she loved that when that kind of happened. And I'm like, I would hate that because it just shows you how old you are. I know, <laughs> but one has to be careful. <laughs> very careful of that one. Okay. So my very kind of first question, Sue, to get going on this conversation, like I said, it, it already kind of starts just thinking about when you should, because some people don't have the choice. We also have to keep that in mind. Sometimes it's yes. not really a choice that you have. Yes. I had the the benefit of being at home with my kids. Um, so my kids only started going to like a preschool type of kindergarten, whatever you want to call it, at around 18 months of age. Yes. And they also only went like half day, they didn't go a full day and things like that. Uh, but everyone does not have that luxury. I mean, yeah. in this economic circumstances, you need multiple incomes to survive yes. as a family. So parents do need to kind of work, not kind of, they have to work to be able to. So sometimes I don't feel it's necessarily a choice, but when do you think is a good age or when can you start sending your child to a kindergarten or a preschool? So I think it's quite a, it's quite a personal um, issue depending on, like you said, you know, depending on your situation I think working parents um, have have a choice there, you know, either keep your children at home for a certain amount of time and then send them to school. So it's quite a personal thing. But I think preschool, you know, daycares, you know, they all have their benefits. Yes. And I think I think the most important thing is that you're happy wherever your child is. Yeah. And you're getting the most of it. Yeah. And it's meant to no, yeah, and I mean, that's like you said, it's like most of the time, some, oh, not most of them, but a lot of the time it is the fact that, um, you don't really necessarily have a choice in this situation. And lots of parents also sometimes, out of necessity, they also try to keep their children. Like I, I, for instance, know of a friend of mine who kept her child out of preschool, um, just because, um, her child got sick so much. Yes, yes. Um, and we even had a pediatrician the other day mentioning that, that sometimes some kids are just very susceptible to any kind of bacteria and they get really, really sick. Yes. I mean, I do have to say that my daughter, she, because she, I had to kind of part-time work. So my daughter, like on and off went also to a kindergarten when she was about, I would say 10 months old, so a little bit earlier than my son. But I mean, obviously, even though she wasn't going to school, um, all the time, my son still brought lots of sicknesses back from school. Yes. So she was a lot more sick, even though she wasn't going to school, um, than what my son was. But I do feel now as a older children, my son is the more, more sickly one and my daughter is the less sickly one. So I think maybe we build up her immune system yes. <laughs> um, a little bit more. Um, 
What would you say though? I mean, one of the things, like I mentioned now, my school, and even when my kids were in kindergarten, they were in a close, I kind of chose a school that was close to my house. Okay. Do you think that's a necessity or do you think it's better to have a school closer to your work? What would you say is best? I, I think it depends and it depends how flexible you are. I would say go for the first choice of having a school closer to home. Because then later when they're a bit older, you know, friends can come around and it's not too complicated. Yes. We'll get into this just now after this ad break. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker. is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. I appreciate the feedback. And just like that, if you've just joined us, you are on 101.9 High FM. I am your host, Yulani Becker, and you're on Bump and Beyond. And as always, every week at 11, we talk parenting and all things parenting and getting ready for parenting um, and all the challenges that go with it. As I said to you, my this time of the year is like I'm like running on fumes a little bit. But I do think that's everyone, and I don't, I don't exactly know what magically happens on the 1st of January <laughs> that we all of a sudden wake up and we have energy again. But I'm looking forward to that recharge happening before that. Luckily, I am on a holiday. So during this time, please remember that our podcasts are available on High FM. Um, today, specifically, we are speaking to Susan Benjamin. She is um, the principal at Sidham Preschool, a Hebrew preschool. Um, and we're talking about what you should be thinking about when you're choosing a preschool or kindergarten or whether you should send them or not. I think she might be a little bit biased because she has a preschool. <laughs> but she's also had experience a lot um, over the last couple of years. Uh, not last, over a whole bunch of couple of years. So, Sue, just before we went to the ad break, we were specifically talking about the first thing, like proximity. For me, I have to say... Ideally, I think you should live close to where you work and where your school is. That would be the ideal world, but that's not <laughs> unfortunately always the yeah. case. I live, I work very close to home because I work from home. <laughs> um, but it does make a very huge difference. Um, but you say that you think it is best to live actually close to the preschool. I, I think so. I think the other situation has also worked where parents choose a school close to where they work and then drop off in the morning and then someone collects them. So that, that system can work too. Yeah. Obviously, if you're lucky like you and you have it both ways, that's great. No, no, but it is, that's absolutely privilege and luck. I don't necessarily think everything yeah. <laughs> worked out um, according to planning necessarily. It was more out of luck that it all worked out. Um, but what are some of the other things you should be considering when you're looking at a preschool? Well, there are quite a lot of things to, to consider and think about. I think also what type of preschool you're looking for, you know, does it, does it kind of meet your values? Are you looking for something specific? Um, I think that's very important too. Yes, definitely. Um, no, and, and I think, yes, I think basically for me, what, what really stands out is when you're visiting a preschool, wherever it may be, is, you know, are the children happy? Are they busy? Are they structured? Are they playing? I think for me, that's very important, especially with, with young children. Yes. It always stands out for me. 
I mean, for me, I remember, um, I mean, first of all, like you said, I think values are a, a very important thing to keep in mind because I do think, I mean, we are a multinational kind of, um, your country, obviously, we're very maybe multicultural, not multinational, multicultural kind of um, community. And in some ways, I, for me, one of the things is I wanted to expose my children to different cultures. So I was specifically looking for a preschool that had like a variety of different children from different backgrounds and that type of thing. But also uh, in the same breath now looking back, because um, that meant that I didn't send my children to the German kindergarten. <laughs> um, okay. But now looking back, um, I think I might have actually, I should have actually considered that more aggressively in some ways because the language, for instance, was um, quite, um, it took them a while to catch up with their German a little bit, um, even though my husband was speaking to them German. And I mean, that's one thing. I mean, maybe it's not values, but it is one thing to kind of um, think about if you're thinking. If you also like come from um, a Jewish background or a Christian background, it might be nice to, because the other thing is also for me with preschools and with schools is that the reality is, is those people become your community. <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. Those yeah, are the people do. you see do. all the time yes. that you spend the most time with. And yes. again, if, if your need is like me, that you want to have multiple different things that your children are exposed to, that's one thing. But like I said, um, it can be helpful again also to have people that have a similar mindset to yes. you in some ways, because like I said, it does become your community and the chances of you becoming friends for life, even as a parent with these people are a lot higher. If you do have similar things in common and you, you go in the same circles and it makes life in some ways also more fun and interesting in that way. So um, I do agree with that kind of thinking about the values, but it can, like I said, for me, it also was a different thing. I was specifically looking for not having the same kind of community for on purpose. But now, again, having my children in the German school, I do see the value of having people from a similar kind of background. You still get exposed to different people. Yes. Not, not all Germans and not all German school people are the same. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> right. Um, so what what is some of the things that you would say a child needs in a preschool to kind of thrive? Because you mentioned like structure and they should be happy and things like that. I mean, how how would you cage that? <laughs> it's, it's 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 very broad, but I think children need nurturing, lots of love, um, lots of structure in place, and an availability of of materials. And I think most important is is actually the teachers as well. Yeah. In, in dealing with little children, managing them, understanding little children. And I think mostly is, is exposing them to different things. They, they are so pliable at that age, yeah. you know, that we are, are quite influential at that age for them. Yeah. So are you saying like exposing them to different things, do you mean like different kinds of activities, um, yes. different work, or what do you mean by that? Yes. I mean, different things, art, yeah. music, you know, just exposing them because they are, they are so young at that age and so curious and inquisitive 
that you want to keep it as open as possible so that when they grow up, they really are able to choose what they really, you know, what they are interested in. No. I think that's quite important. Yes. If you've just joined us, I am speaking to Sue um, Benjamin, um, who's the principal at Sidham School, preschool. And we're talking about how and things you should consider when you are choosing a preschool. Um, you know, in the end, you mentioned also it's important to visit a preschool um, before you choose one. I, I don't think anyone in the history, I hope not, of choosing a school didn't go to the school before they <laughs> chose. And for me, I went to a couple of places um, when I was choosing a preschool. And, um, I mean, one of the things I remember, the, the school that I did choose in the end um, – it's called Morningstar Montessori School here in Pretoria. And it was a really wonderful preschool. Um, uh, and obviously, like I said, also a Montessori background, which is a whole different thing. Maybe I should also talk about that in the future. But anyway, that's for another day to talk about. Um, but um, in the end, I remembered, like, first of all, for me, what was nice is that they didn't actually have visiting hours. They or They said, any time is visiting hours. You could just pitch up and come and they'll show you the school. And I thought that was quite nice because it meant that they were always ready to welcome people and to, um, they yes. were not hiding things and trying to create this perfect environment. It was always, according to them, the perfect environment. Um, and next thing that I, I loved is immediately walking in and the facilities that it was open and was airy and, and the feeling I got and that, and I didn't have that feeling in all the places I walked in. And then also then speaking to the principal and to the teachers, like you said, um, I, I had this warm fuzzy feeling within me where I was like, this is where my children will thrive. This is where they will just be at home. I know it. And also me because in the end of the day, so often as a sleep consultant and my other uh, business that I do, as you all know, um, is that, um, that was also something for me. I see it all the time where parents are actually quite afraid to voice their opinions to schools. <laughs> um, and that shouldn't be the case. These people, you should trust them and to be honest with them. It doesn't mean you have to bully them into always having your way. That's not what I mean. But you should be able to openly communicate with them so that because you are, in essence, for me, adding someone into the equation of raising your child. And if you can't even speak to them, how do you expect your, and can be comfortable with them? How do you expect your child to be comfortable with them? So um, it needs to be like, I feel like a partnership that you're entering into and you should, should be comfortable with them. Is there, that's something, I mean, how many teachers do you have at your school, Sue? So we have um, eight teachers at the moment, and we have assistants as well mm -hmm. in the in the different age groups. No, yeah. and I mean that's also nice. Um, what do the assistants specifically do um, in each class? They just help. So they, they, yes. So they do assist. They sometimes assist with rings. You know, if they are of a different nationality, they can introduce a language here and there. Teach the children to count in their language which is really nice, or, or sing them songs in the, you know, different languages. Yes. Which is, which is nice for the children to be exposed to that as well. Yes, no, definitely. I like that idea. Uh, another question that I wanted to ask now, um, if you think someone has the option 
to um, choose between a nanny or a daycare, which one do you think would be best for a small child? Let's say for like a three-month-old. Okay, that's a tricky one, but I think if you you have reliable help at home and your baby is happy at home, I would say, you know, opt for for the for home first because yes. you know babies need to sleep, they need to eat, um, and if if it's a one on one, you know, ratio, I, th- I think that's quite a good way to go. But if you don't have the option, then then daycare is the next option. No, yeah. you know, and I think one has to be. Uh, quite discerning there, you know, in both yeah. situations. And I mean, obviously, another con- consideration is obviously also cost involved. And like an, a one-on-one nanny yes. might also be more expensive um, than yes. a, a daycare. Um, and then, of course, as well, um, I mean, that's also for me was also the consideration of you might not have all the toys and activities and exposure um, available at home that you would have at a daycare. Um, so maybe as an older child, definitely I would encourage it. But if you say if someone then starts with a daycare, what would you say? Is it good to start like full time? If it's an option, can they do it every like third day or two times a week or half day? What as a, your experience, is it helpful? I mean, I found it. So confusing for my child because at one point I took them to school like on a Monday, a Wednesday and a Friday. It literally lasted two weeks and I realized it was such a mission for my child. Like every day, you know, it's like because they don't know how long a day it was very long for them that day in between. So in the end, I actually changed it to be three consecutive days. I think it was like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday in the end. And then one long weekend kind of. Um, Do you think that's better that way? Because like I said, I found that they kind of stop, go, stop, go. Was it working for them? (laughs) I I think from experience, the continuity is better even in little children, so they can build up, you know, get used to the routine. Yes. Um, I find even here, you know, we often have parents who say, can we send them three times a week? And it doesn't always work with our curriculum because, you know, you may start a project and not finish it. You know, you may finish it the next day, and if you're only coming three days a week, you know, you won't get it finished. I, I think the continuity is much better. Yeah. No, and I mean, that's also, I, I didn't even really think about that. That's also a consideration to think about, um, is the fact that obviously you guys also follow a certain schedule, like you said, curriculum. And yes. if you're coming, then you might not get exposed to all the things that you want your kid to be exposed to and always miss out on the fun Friday snacks or whatever. My kids always used to love that, like special food at the kindergarten on a Friday. Yes. <laughs> and they never wanted to miss the Friday pizza. <laughs> yeah, no, we... It, Yes, I, I definitely think the continuity is better. Yeah. And what about like half the, what is the timing at your preschool? So we, we run mornings only. We go from sort of eight to twelve thirty and then we have an aftercare until two. Okay. And next year, I think, you know, many more parents are working and needing extra help in the afternoons. We will extend our aftercare until four. Okay. In the afternoon. What ages do you take at your preschool? So we start from about 18 months. Our criteria is as long as the child is walking, as long as they're mobile, we're happy to take them in. 
Okay. I also, now that I think about it, because this is also, we've had a discussion about this only recently. Um, do you guys help with, um, and I know this wasn't a, a, a question that I asked, but I wonder, do you guys help with potty trading? Yes, we actually do. We do. <laughs> we, we, we work in partnership with, with, with the parents, but we do, we do as best as we can. Yes. Yeah. No, because I, like I said, I actually recently had a, a conversation about this with someone and I said to them, I feel like when I was potty trading my children that um, I did the least amount of the work. I felt like the school and also my kids were also only there half day. They were not there full t- uh, full time um, when I, they went to preschool, but I felt like that they did most of the work. Um, I just basically, they like, Oh, we should potty trade. And I can remember putting underpants on my son. And that was about it. I can't remember like, really actively having to do anything else. And I felt like they really helped so much with it. Obviously that's not always the case, but um, then I was wondering if I should have felt guilty that I didn't have a more active role in it. No, <laughs> not at all. But, uh, um, uh, another thing now that I'm like, I was mentioning also earlier is the fact that I felt like you have to be comfortable with, you know, or with the teacher. And I mean, do you think it is an important like criteria, not only to be comfortable, but also to like the teacher as a parent? Yes, I think you do have to like the teacher. You certainly have to trust the teacher. Yes. Um, I, I think liking is important. Yeah. Um, perhaps, perhaps getting to know the person as well and not, you know, not on sort of, First time round, but give the teacher a chance, get to know her better, get her, get her to know you better as well. You know, then you can really build up a relationship. But how um, much time would you have initially, like if you come and visit the school, how much time should you take as a parent to actually talk to the, because I also, I mean, I met the teachers, but mostly I was talking to the principal when I initially went to the school. Um, yeah. Again, I did speak to the teacher, but not a long time. And I mean, to be honest, I don't actually, you know, there's lots of different teachers. So you don't always know which class your child's going to end up in. Yes. Um, do you think like, yeah, do you think as a parent when you come that you should make the effort to know who the teacher is going to be and to speak to them? I, th- I think if you are able to, it, it's good if you can. Um, you, you possibly first time round, you wouldn't be talking to the teacher for, for, you know, a lengthy amount of time. But I think in that time, you, you, you can trust your gut and you do get a nice feel. Yes. At the same time, you, you've got to give her a chance to. Yes, that's true. <laughs> this is Bump and Beyond with Yolandi Becker is brought to you with compliments of Discam Baby City. Yes, you are on Bump and Beyond with me, Yulani Becker, on HiFM 101.9. And if you've just joined us, unfortunately, you have missed quite a bit of our show already today. But don't despair. As always, all of the shows are available as a podcast on HiveM.com. So please go have a look at that. Um, you can even go listen to old shows, repeat some shows to kind of get more insight into it as your child is growing up. Um, it's wonderful. 
as always as well, please remember if you have some questions for me or some topics you would love for me to cover in the new year, please do send me an email at Yulandi. It's Yulandi with a J at goodnightbaby.co.za. I would love to know if there's something specific you want me to talk about in the new year. Some great things are coming up. I will be talking about introducing solids. Mother's guilt is coming up um, as well as some other interesting topics. So if there's something specific you want me to talk about, you are more than welcome to send me an email. Today's show specifically, we were talking to um, Sue Benjamin, who is the principal at Sidham Preschool, and we are talking about how you should be choosing a preschool. Um, Sue, you specifically said that your school only starts at 18 months. My my kids' school also only started at 18 months, and like I said, the only kind of criteria is that they need to be able to walk <laughs> to come to your preschool. Yes. <laughs> um, um, but how big are, what, what do you think? I mean, now you can say how big is your classes, but you can also, what do you think is a, you know, kind of good number before it becomes out of control? Because for me, that's also something you need to look at or decide yes. for yourself maybe as well. Um, but what is your opinion on how big should a class, one class be? With a teacher and an assistant. Okay, so we, we have at Sydney in our, our place, I think the younger the children are, more adults are necessary. Yes. So in our play school, we don't go more than 15 children in a group with two assist, with an assistant and a teacher. Ah, okay. Obviously great. in the nursery school, we might go up to about 18. Okay. Also depending on the children as well. Okay, but do you think that's a good amount? Um, do you think a little bit more would be fine, or do you think it would become something that you won't be able to manage if it's too many kids? I, th- I think a big class, is, as big as 18, is good. We have gone more, you know, maybe 20, but I think more than that is is pushing it a bit. No. no I think I- younger children definitely need the supervision. No, and I mean, again, I do think it is um, something to consider when you are visiting a a, a class. Um, For me, that was also something I remember, like, again, I had this feeling when I walked into the class. And some people have the opposite that they want. I know someone told me they went to their school and when they walked in, the kids were so happy and running around and having such a great time and whatever. And for them, that was important, this, like, this, like, playing and having a a great time. I remember very clearly when I walked into the school, um, uh, it was actually, there was this quiet calm around. It wasn't that the kids were like, they were just busy with their own thing and like working yes. on their own thing. So it wasn't chaotic and pe- kids running around out of control or whatever. It was actually, you couldn't believe like these 18 month old and two year olds actually just working and being quiet. <laughs> and I was like, this is amazing. I mean, if you could do this, then you must be <laughs> next <laughs> level. So for me, that was quite um, important is that they could monitor that. But again, that mm-hmm. is about that feeling. So unfortunately, we have run out of time. So before you go, please, can you just let people know where they can reach you? Okay, thanks, Yuland. It was great chatting to you. Um, our school, we are in 24 Main Street in Ruval. I can give you the number to call. Yes. It's 011-640-5011. Perfect. And Thank we you. open, you can visit any time. 
Uh, see, that's a good sign, everyone. They allow you to come anytime. I'm telling yes. you, that's a good sign. Sue, it was wonderful. Thank you so much for joining me.